Radio. Hi, I'm Bernard Tatunji, and you are listening to Proposal to Marriage, my seven-month story from engagement on the 29th of May to the day I will marry Jane on the 29th of December. You can also join me on this journey to the altar at proposaltomarriage.com. You might recall Jane and I began our marriage preparation course back in August. Well, I am pleased to announce that we have finally wrapped it up. Although we initially intended to complete the sessions over six consecutive weeks, there was so much material to absorb and homework to be done, we thought it best to meet with our mentor couple every two to three weeks. The experience has been very valuable, and if you were getting married, I can heartily recommend the Smart Loving Catholic Marriage Preparation Course. One of the sessions during the course dealt with the important topic of body language and the sexual union. All of us use body language hundreds of times every day. We cross our arms, shake hands, smile or hug. What we do with our body language is often more important than what we do verbally. And for any married couple, the most profound body language is that of the sexual union. Sex is sold today in culture, media and entertainment as something people do. But the risk is when sex primarily is something we do, then naturally we begin to deal with it in the way we deal with other things we do. If we play basketball, we want to do it well. If we play music, then we want to do that well. If sex is just another activity that is done, a couple risks getting caught up in notions of sexual performance and sexual compatibility, concepts that have never been as mainstream as they are today. One of the reasons that people give for cohabiting prior to marriage is to test their sexual compatibility which I gather can only mean that they are happy with the way they satisfy one another sexually. The problem here is that if I place conditions on my love for another person, including an alleged sexual compatibility, then what happens 5 or 15 years into the marriage if I don't find the other person fulfilling my needs? I've long wondered if the normalization of sexual performance enhancers from nasal delivery technology to herbal supplements is a reflection of a society where sex has become no more than an activity for oneself rather than a language offered to one's spouse. Sex seen only as an activity can also find itself moving to the bottom of a long list of more necessary activities in marriage, such as cleaning the house, mowing the lawn and feeding the children, until it eventually becomes non-existent. So if sex is not about performance or activity, then what is it about? Well, the answer is that sex is about communication. It is a sacred body language that speaks about renewing the wedding vows to love freely, totally, faithfully and fruitfully. Perhaps an excerpt from this session might help. Quote, When you approach sex as communication, it is new and alive in the present moment and therefore deeply intimate and very exciting. It is not about positions or physical sensations, but rather about what you want to say to your spouse with all your heart. The focus is other-centered, and the message is deeply profound and bigger than just the two of you. End quote. This is why sexual intercourse outside of marriage makes no sense. It is like trying to write a sentence with incorrect spelling and grammar. Any married couple will agree that the success of marriage depends upon the level of communication. But to consider the sexual union as the ultimate form of marital communication allows the couple to reach far greater levels of intimacy. And this intimacy becomes even richer 
when we consider that the message of love that is spoken within a couple's sexual union is the same message of love that God speaks to us, a love that is free, total, faithful and fruitful. Of all the ways to show God's love for his people in the scriptures, the most common and profound is the comparison of the love between a husband and wife. God desires this unity with us, and his love is so passionate that he went to the cross and left us his body in the Eucharist. Ultimately, the sexual union in this world will help prepare us to love with God's love in the world to come. If only secular society understood that its obsession with sex is really an inbuilt longing to encounter the love of God. Radio.org.au